In the reading today, we see Jesus in action as he was, was about the town doing God's work, healing the sick, proclaiming the word, and battling demons. It would be easy to imagine Jesus as some sort of Jewish John McLean, just in case you missed the cultural reference, Bruce Willis in Die Hard. <laughs> However, unlike, unlike McLean, whose job, who, job done, walks off at the end of the movie to his reward, the Gospel writers give us an insight into Jesus' character, into the quieter part of, the part of our hero's personality. The part I'm talking about is, with, is when Jesus withdraws from the place he was in to enter into a very personal connection with his father through prayer. What more, in the second reading, we find Jesus starts his work in the same place of prayer. He is spending his time of preparation, listening and finding out what God wants of him in, this, in the time to come. This model of Christ's existence for starting and finishing everything in prayer can serve us well. If Jesus, who is one with the Father, does pray, it can only be good for us to learn from his example. Pray about all things and go about our lives living for God's plan for us. Living in God's plan for us. Prayer at times can seem like a confusing subject, and rightly so. There's a lot of expectation on Christians when it comes to prayer. This pressure can come from within ourselves. Does God listen? Does God listen to me? Why don't I hear him? Why doesn't God listen to me? Why don't I get what I ask for? Doesn't God know I need this? And, you know, one that I struggle with, am I good enough? Then there is the pressure and sometimes the ridicule that comes from the people around us. Praying does nothing. Do nothing. Pray. You're not good enough. Why are you talking to an imaginary person? These influences at time can make it very difficult to want to sit down and pray. But it is at these times when we are questioning our relationship with God that we must fill our purpose in life and spend some quiet time with him. If I was just to ask around the room quickly now what prayer is, could anyone proffer a suggestion? Conversation with God? Yep. The relationship with him? Yep. Any, any other thoughts? Or? Yep. You know, I spent quite a good amount of time this week trying to work out what exactly prayer was and <clears throat> I picked up the prayer book, the big red Anglican prayer book and the Australian version wasn't much use. Um, so I picked up the American one which has a nice thick set of instructions in the back. Um, maybe they trust their people less, I don't know. Um, so the, the Book of Common Prayer for the Episcopal Church of America tells us, prayer is responding to God by thoughts and deeds with or without words. Big, thick section, two lines on prayer. <laughs> Thanks, lads. The church has been trying to comprehend this whole prayer thing for the last 2,000 years, with many and varied results. From the unchangeable liturgy of the Orthodox churches and the highly scripted services of megachurches like Hillsong, through to completely, mo completely spirit-moved services, of the Quakers and the Shakers. 
Yes, we've all had a Quaker experience recently. <laughs> the problem with any single devotion to one of these approaches is that prayer is an open dialogue between an individual and an incomprehensible God who made us to be in relationship with him. Therefore, any single devotion to a style of prayer is going to limit the individual's understanding. In this experience, we aim to lift our hearts and minds to God in the active and simply walk with him in the passive. The experience of this conversation cannot be fully comprehended by us, nor can it be contained in a prayer book or liturgy. Nevertheless, the benefits of formal liturgy to a community can be innumerable. This, however, is a topic for another time and place, like a theology college. For the individuals gathered and the communities alike, prayer can be roughly grouped into five categories. Prayers of, of petition or intercession, confession of sin, adoration, praise, and thanksgiving. The role in our lives of these types of prayer seems fairly obvious when we stop to think about them. In Matthew 7, Jesus tells us, ask, and assures us that, we'll be, that what we ask for will be given. God wants us to ask for th those things that concern us. This practice, along with prayers of confession, open our hearts to God and can help us realise what our true desires are. Prayers of adoration, praise and thanksgiving, while in a different approach, result in a similar outcome for us getting to spend time with God, who created all and desires to be in relationship with us. This, sort of prayer that, this is the sort of prayer that we in the basement community do often when we gather for Sunday worship. These sorts of prayers are great, and I include the first set of the prayers of petition in that as well, if you know what it is that you're asking for or being thankful for. However, at times, these things that God desires for us, even though they are there to be seen, can easily be missed. It is one of those human limitations. You don't know what you don't know. Fortunately for us, we don't have to reinvent the wheel when it comes to finding out where the Spirit is moving in our day-to-day -day lives. I was hoping to look today at a set of prayers called the Examine. The Examine was written by a Catholic priest in the middle of the, the Reformation called Ignatius of Loyola, possibly one of the greatest thinkers the church has ever produced. He wrote a vast amount of material on varied, on varied topics, but of interest to us as his works on spirituality and particularly a method of prayer known as the Examine. In my opinion, this method of prayer sits separate from the prayers that we have looked at briefly above, in that it's simply us spending time with, in the presence of the Father and looking at where Jesus has walked in, our, walked in our lives. One commentator on this called it sitting on the couch with Jesus. I love it. There is nothing complicated or mysterious about this prayer. The subject matter is known to us intimately and it is simply this. The content is our lives. This method is not a set of steps that we just move through, but an attitude that we adopt. Once we fully adopt this attitude of this attitude and the work of this and work this prayer muscle, it is possible for us to fully integrate it into our lives so that in any moment we can see where Christ is calling us to be. 
This goal is achievable with this prayer, as it concentrates not on the transcendent God who is apart from us, but rather the living God who is fully accessible through Christ. To put it simply, the examine is an immediate solution to the problem of what do I pray about. The answer is everything that happens in your day to day. You might have the impression that your everyday life is the dreary same old, same old. It isn't. Day life is rich and meaningful. Every encounter and every challenge, every disappointment and every delight is a place where God can be found. <clears throat> the prayer of the examine can be broken down into four basic steps. Becoming, awareness of God, becoming aware of God's presence. The second, giving thanks for the last 24 hours. The third, moving through our day. The fourth, choose one feature of the day and pray about it. And the fifth, look forward for the day to come. Seems pretty simple, hey? I know when I first saw this, I was like, is that it? Is that the prayer that's going to change my life? But as I use this prayer, I have found it not as simple as it seems. It has been a hard journey that at times has been emotionally confronting and at other times has been filled with huge amounts of joy when I have come to realise God's love and plan for me. We shall take a look at the small, look at small, we shall take a small look at each step in this prayer and then at the end I'll play an MP3 which will guide us through it. I love this the new world, you can just get someone else to do the hard stuff. <laughs> so, becoming aware of God's presence. We're always aware of God's presence. So, we are always in God's presence. What we need to do in the opening steps of this prayer is to become mindful in the moment that, he's that he is present with us now. This way, we can look back on the day's events in the company of the Holy Spirit. The day may seem confusing to you, a blur, a jumble, a muddle. So that starting, so start, start by asking God to bring clarity and understanding. Give thanks for the second step. Give thanks for the last 24 hours. Gratitude is the foundation of our relationship with God. Walk through your day in the presence of God and note its joys and delights. Focus on the day's gifts. Look at the work you do, the people you interacted with. What did you receive from these people? What did you give them? Pay attention to the small things, the food you ate, the sights you saw, and the other seemingly small pleasures that God, you know, God is in the details. The third step, pay attention to your emotions and face, our, and face your shortcomings. I might have lost a page. One of Ignatius's great insights was that we, that we detect the presence of, of the Spirit of God in the movements of our emotions. Reflect on the feelings that you experience during the day. Boredom, elation, resentment, compassion, anger, confidence. What is God saying about your feelings? God will most likely show you some ways that you fell short. Make a note of these sins and faults, but look deeply for other implications. Does a feeling of frustration perhaps mean that God wants you to consider a new direction in some area of your work? Are you concerned about a friend? Perhaps you should reach out to him or her in some way.
The fourth step, choose one feature of the day and pray about it. Ask the Holy Spirit to direct you to something during the day that God thinks is particularly important. It may involve a feeling, positive or negative. It may be, significant, it may be a significant encounter with one person or vivid movement. Or it may be something that seems rather insignificant. Look at it. Pray about it. Allow the prayer to, ar to arise spontaneously from your heart, whether intercessions, prayers, praise, repentance, or gratitude. Maybe my thoughts that this set of prayers sits separate from the, other, from the first lot might be wrong. Ask in the fifth and final step. Ask God to give you light for tomorrow's challenge. Pay attention to the feeling that surface as, you're, as you survey what's coming up. Are you doubtful, cheerful, apprehensive, full of delight and anticipation? Allow these feelings to turn into prayer. Seek God's guidance and ask, him, and ask him for help and understanding. And most importantly, pray for hope. Moving on now, what I thought we would do is I have the prayers, the, this set of prayers as an MP3, and then we just have to simply be with it and follow the instructions as they come. This, it's lovely and gentle, it moves well. Just, just be present. Then after that, I've just got a song to play out, um, during which time, I know the first time that I used this set of prayers, I found it very confronting and I was in a bit of shock, so I've just put, got some music that's gonna dovetail onto the back of that, and so you can just sort of sit in your emotions and, and deal with that. And, if there's something that has raised, that has been raised that is troubling you or something that you feel the need to give thanks for, I'm going to be over here. You don't have to go into details with me. Just say, I want to pray about this. Um, I think it's a, probably a fairly important step if something really is not, not sitting well with you. And then after that, I thought we'd probably come into a small group and pray as a community for those of us who aren't here and, you know, and I'm guessing we probably should pray for the election next week. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be a pretty, pretty big one. So if you just give me a moment, I'll tell you it all up. Review is a short reflection back over the day, recalling events and taking note of your feelings. The purpose is to become more aware of the ways in which God has been present to you. The times when the Holy Spirit was drawing you toward life. 
Take a moment now to stop, to become still and focused. Let your breathing help you to relax as you notice its gentle rhythm as you breathe in and out. As you begin the prayer, ask for God to be with you, to guide your thoughts, feelings and reactions, so that you might see God's presence in your life. And now begin to recall the day. How were you at the beginning of today? What was happening? What sort of mood were you in? And how did you spend your morning and the middle of the day? Where were you? Who were you with? And what was happening? And now let your memory drift over your afternoon and evening. Recalling events and people and places. So as you recall your day, become aware of how you are feeling at different times. Try to name for yourself the different feelings or moods that were present to you. On the whole then, has it been a good day or one in which you struggled? In particular, where do you notice times of life or light or energy? What gifts have you received today? Just take a moment to relish these and to give thanks for them. And if there have been difficult times, notice these too, taking them to God, for him to send his light and warmth into them.
So where have you known the God of life today? Take a moment to talk to God as you might to a friend about your day. And as this day comes towards the end, and you look forward, is there anything you want to ask of God for the coming days? Just take a moment to do this before you bring your prayer to a close. <laughs> 